Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey guys, what's up? This is Josh Norman. This is Joe Gibbs. You listen to Redskins Talk with J.P. Finley. What up, everybody? J.P. Finley here, Redskins Talk, the podcast. This is an interesting situation. I always set the scene for you, and I'm going to do that off the top because our audio might be a little rough, so bear with us. I am in an Uber on the way to BWI Airport. I am going to Minnesota for the week to cover the Super Bowl. Um, I'll be doing my normal thing as much as I can, covering the Redskins, but I'm also going to be doing a whole bunch of other stuff for NBC Sports, other regionals beyond Washington. I'll be helping out San Fran and Chicago. So it's going to be a week where we're going to lean on the main man, Rich Tandler, very heavy. So Tandler, say what's up to everybody. Hey, doing good. All right, Tandler, as always, is in his comfortable are you in your lazy boy or your office chair yeah lazy boy lazy boy of course the lazy boy how dare i think you're doing something else and and while we're here i want the uber driver to say hello say hi hey what's going on people what's your name dude i'm larry larry lift driver though lift lift i'm sorry i take it all back also i'm gonna say larry has a dope car what is this an audi suv it's audi q5 yeah man this thing is awesome all right I'm on 95, Tandler is chilling in the Lazy Boy in Ashburn. RT, I want to start with this because people were asking me this on Twitter. For Kirk, there, for Kirk Cousins, there's really about four options the way I see it. Franchise tag, transition tag, let him walk, or they get a long-term deal. Do you agree those are the four options with Kirk? Yeah, I'd say that covers them all. Okay, here are, I, I don't think... I don't think they're going to get a long-term deal done. Do you agree? That would be the lowest likelihood, I would say. Okay. And then my next lowest likelihood, I think, is the transition tag. I just, it it doesn't seem, I, I don't know. It could happen, but it doesn't seem like something the Redskins front office would do. What do you think? I think it's much more likely the franchise tag. You think the transition is more likely? Yes. Just because they can probably get away Look, with it? If you, Yeah, listen, if, if you give him that franchise tag, and you might have you know have hopes of trading him and stuff like that, but you have to be prepared to pay him that $34.5 million for one season and all hitting the cap at once, and it's done. I, I don't think the Redskins want to find themselves in that situation. It just would not be... Uh, it, it would just really, it would, wouldn't just set the team back cap wise this year, 
but for a year or two to come. You know, that would be, it wouldn't be quite like the NFL salary cap penalty that came 2012-2013, but it would be a nasty hit, and there's no way you can justify that number. What do you think the odds are of a sign and of a tag and trade? With the transition tag, I think it's I, I think it's you could do it with either. It just seems to me like with the transition tag, if it doesn't, if it ends up not working out, you're at least twenty-eight point eight million is, is you know is, is is high, too high for him. And uh, but you know I think you can at least live at that number. See, I think either um, number is too high, and I think the odds of a trade are better at the on the franchise. Okay, here's what it here, just real let me tell you that my trade scenario how it would work. Okay, they transition tag him. He goes out to let's just, let's just say the Broncos. They seem to be the, the talk of the you know, the talk of the teams that, that might be in for him. They can negotiate a what the plus for the Broncos here is they could negotiate an offer to Cousins that wouldn't involve some crazy first year cap hit, you know, some fifty million dollar first year cap hit. Cousins could come back confident because they'd worked it out in advance that the Redskins would not match. You know, the Redskins could, in theory, match anything the Broncos put up there because they have twice right. The Skins have some money, right? Right, they have twice as much cap room, so they can match. So, you know, for the Redskins, could maybe get some compensation. So Cousins comes back. He doesn't sign an offer sheet. Okay, he comes back from Denver, signs the transition tag. The Redskins take that, trade him to Denver on the transition tag, and they they sign the deal and tear up. To, uh, the, they and the Broncos sign the deal. They tear up the transition tag. The Redskins get uh, I don't know the Broncos second round pick. I've heard maybe swapping five for thirteen, or I've heard maybe a twenty nineteen for you know high pick. So so all right, that's that's an interesting hypothetical. I do think. I'm guessing you're going to agree with me here. Fans need to realize that unless you trade, Kirk is traded to a place with a long-term deal in hand, you're not going to get much in return. I've seen on Twitter where people think the Browns might give the one and the four for Kirk. Unless oh, Jesus, come on. it's just it's nuts. I, I don't even think the Broncos would swap five for thirteen. Honestly, do you? Basically, about I, I actually I first thought that when I saw that a guy on Twitter, uh, you know, threw that out there. But it's really if you look at the you know look at the draft value chart, that's basically the equivalent of a high second round pick difference in, in points of the draft value chart. So it's not you know it's it's not a, a crazy amount of compensation. Right, and if there's a QB the Redskins have identified that they want, maybe that's when you move up to go get them. I, to me, I, I think Cleveland makes more sense because they have so many picks. They have three second-round picks. I believe they have ten picks in the first three rounds. Does that sound right? I know they have two first rounds, two first rounds, three second, and a number of thirds. So that, to me, makes more sense because if you're the Browns, Maybe it is worth trading for Kirk even on a one-year deal, and, and then just having some confidence Browns, you could sign him. Okay, but the Browns can—they can make that big first-year cap hit deal if they want. They, they don't have to mess with that. They don't have to give up anything. If, if there's mutual interest there, the Browns can just do one with a fifty million dollar first-year cap hit, not blink twice because they still have 60, uh, fifty-two or sixty-two million dollars left. Um, 
Right. That, th- that's why I'm saying. So why 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 would they do it? The Browns have no incentive to do it. To do what? To 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 try uh, to trade. Unless Kirk's the guy they want. I mean, right, the, the incentive is to get the quarterback. Well, this is a fan. Now, then, I don't know. Maybe that would have to be up the franchise tag. I'm, I'm not sure. But the Browns, you, you, for the scenario I've put out to work, would have to be somebody who worried about a big first-year cap hit. Right. But, contract that would, that would price the Redskins out. Taylor, here's what I'm saying is I think with the Browns, you could put him on a franchise, not have to worry about offer sheets and other teams interested and tra- the Browns would be in a situation because they can take on the 34 mil no problem and they have so many picks that maybe you get a you get a second rounder for Kirk on the tag and then the Browns figure out if they can work out a long-term deal with him once he's in Cleveland. Yeah, okay. I, I, I'm still skeptical of him having Cleveland as a desired destination, but we'll, 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 we'll see. I mean... I, the whole thing is total speculation, so who the hell knows? Right. But I, I think it's important for fans to realize that Kirk's value, unless you get a long-term deal in place with where you're trading him, isn't all, is you're, you're going to get, I won't say nickels on the dollar, but maybe you're going to get quarters on the dollar. You're not going to get equal value. No. Okay. Absolutely correct. Um, all right. Hopefully the audio's all right in here. I know this is a a dicey proposition, but I wanted to record Tandler and I together because I'm not going to see him all this week. I didn't see him all last week. And uh, I don't know. It's weird, RT. I go August, hell, even late July through December, I see you every day. And then then I have this big Tandler vacuum in my life. (laughs) It's all right. We can... uh... I'm sure there will be occasions coming up in the next few months where we can, uh, well, we, can we can say hello. Yeah, what the hell? You didn't think I was organized in my uh, my packing for Minnesota? That's the best the mobile podcast studio has ever looked. It, it has, and you, you probably would we probably would have run out of batteries in the middle of this podcast had you not had I not made sure that you checked. It. Well, I didn't get any batteries, so let's hope they sell them in Minnesota. Um, they probably have a few. All right. Yeah, dude, I'm basically, like, staying at the Mall of America, so I, I imagine there's plenty of batteries. All right. Uh, two things we want to discuss. I want to talk a little Zach Brown. You want to talk a little Preston Smith. Let's do that right after this quick break from our sponsors. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. 
Okay, Tandler, I had a little news over the weekend. Uh, there was a report that Zach Brown is going to hit free agency because he was lowballed by the Redskins. Uh, Robert Henson is a former Redskins player. He does some work. I think Red, Redskins Capital Connection, does that sound right? Um, I think that's uh, yeah. That's Chad Wico's so. site, I think. Um, right. And, and the, I like those guys. Robert and I are cool on Twitter. I, I heard very differently. Um, talks between the Redskins and Zach Brown's agent are ongoing. I, I don't think anybody's lowballing anybody. Now, it's tough to use a term like lowballing because if somebody wants ten million and somebody wants and somebody offers six, that's not a lowball. That's a negotiation. This isn't. You want a lowball? You point to Kirk Cousins and the Redskins in 2016 when they offered him thirteen a year and he was about to make twenty on the tag. That's a lowball. Um, right. And and here's all I would say to fans. I know fans are so gung ho about Zach Brown. Um, there's still six weeks until free agency. Nothing is set in stone. No, nobody is definitely gone. Nobody is definitely the only person that's definitely coming back right now is Mason Foster. So just and don't, don't forget and Quentin Dunbar. And Quentin Dunbar, but he was never going to be unrestricted. He was a restricted free agent. So yeah, restricted, yes. I, I, here's all I'm saying. It's it's entirely possible Brown goes to free agency and lands with another team. But to think that it's a done deal right now is is very premature. And uh, yeah, one way or the other. Right. I mean, Either he way. Watched this guy. He's, uh, he's, I believe he's 28, 29 years old. He wants to, you know, this is one chance. You know, he's gone through a rookie contract, which, you know, isn't huge. But you have good, good money by a lot of standards, not by NFL standards. Right. A couple of one-year deals, Buffalo and, and Washington. And this is his chance to, 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 you know, make as much money as he can. And you can't really blame him. And the Redskins, like they do with most other positions, they have a, they have a number that they're willing to pay him, and they might, you know, squeeze it up a little bit. But you know, they're not gonna. Somebody offers him ten million dollars a year, he's probably gonna go elsewhere. I just I don't see ten mil a year happening, honestly. I, I, I think I was, just, I was throwing out a number. Right. I don't know. It could be eight. It could be, you know, if, if there's a significant gap between their value of him and the number. Uh, that he can get elsewhere if he's going to go. Of course. Yeah, maybe he can come back to Washington if it's close. But if it's not close, you know, it, it happens in the NFL. It happens all the time. Obviously. So here's what I think, Tandler. And if you look at the comps among – and here's what sucks. is, And we're gonna, I'm going to let you talk about Preston Smith. Pass rushers get paid. Inside linebackers, guys that make a ton of tackles, they don't get paid like, like pass rushers or corners. So – the number I think for Zach Brown and his his camp is they want they, they care about the guarantees. You can you can pay him two million a year or ten million a year. All they care about is the guarantees, and and I think they want to get guaranteed money around twenty million dollars. So here's my proposal, Tandler, and you tell me if if this doesn't sound suitable for all parties, right? Four years, six and a half per year. The first three years are guaranteed. So the, basically you get to $19.5 million, It's almost to twenty, And the Redskins have an out. They don't have to pay that fourth year if, if, if you know, things aren't going well or, or maybe Brown's speed starts to decline. Doesn't that make sense to you? That makes sense to me. Uh, it might be a little high on the guarantees. I think the, the, the yearly is good, but for a guy... 
Who is? Uh, what is that? Let me, let me see if I can find it. Okay, he was 28 last year, so he'll be 29. The guy going into his age 29 season. Four years, three years fully guaranteed. If you're talking fully guaranteed at signing, you know, maybe yeah. sometimes, you know. Well, then maybe. You have to be on the roster the first day of that, maybe, you know, third right. year to collect that. A roster bonus or something. Yeah, maybe the um, third year you structure it a little bit differently. Yeah, I, I just think, I, I think the number, uh, the guarantee is what matters. We've learned that from Kirk Cousins, right? It's the guarantee is what these guys care about, and maybe you start, maybe it looks different. It's a three-year deal at eight and a half per, and the first two years are guaranteed. Yeah, yeah something like that, eight and a half. Uh, I don't know. He's good. You know what? He didn't have, you know, in Buffalo, he got like four or five sacks. He forced some fumbles. I think he had a pick six. He didn't make the big plays here last year. Yeah. And he was a consistent grinding tackle machine. Um, no, no doubt. But he did not make many big plays. And I think that is going to hurt his value, both with the Redskins and elsewhere. Well, and when he was with the Bills, he was really good in pass coverage. You know, there's a quote out there where Gronk said, Zach Brown is the best linebacker to ever cover me, something like that. Um, he, right. did, he didn't have as strong of a year in pass coverage in 2017 with the Redskins. So it's also curious what his market will be because he didn't have a huge market last year, and, and we'll see if that changes this year. One team to watch would be the Raiders. They were quite interested last year. Now they have John Gruden. You and I both know John Gruden watched every Redskins game this year with his brother coaching. Um, right. So we'll see what happens with Zach Brown. Just for fans, don't think anything is a done deal when there's more than a month left with the team able to negotiate with the player. So that that's my only word of caution. Um, RT, I want to let you talk about Preston Smith because technically the, the Skins could try to to start reworking a deal de- there. Yes, and I, if I were them, I would do that. Listen, folks, yeah, is he inconsistent? Yes, but. Is he good? Yes. Is he good? He's very good. Okay. He is the only player in the NFL over the last three years, which is how long he's been in the league, with at least 20 sacks, four forced fumbles, and three interceptions. And, you know, they, that's a guy who can get after the quarterback. You know, and, he, and of course, he has, he has a, a lot of hurries. He was second on the team in hits and hurries to, uh, to Ryan Kerrigan. But, uh, you know, this is not a guy you, that they want to let go. I think... He's such again, a good athlete for his size. He's a good athlete. He has not missed a game. Um, he's been, that's, that's, that's three three years in a row. Has missed, I, don't think, I don't even know if he's ever been on an injury report. Maybe a couple of times for a couple of things. But, um, you know, I, I think if, if he wanted to, you know, if I, if I was a Redskins, I'd dangle something like, Again, you know, guarantees we go in with, with average annual value of about $10 million. Right, because he's going to get paid years. as a sack guy. Yes. I would dangle that in front of him right now. Uh, I might even go up a little higher, 10.5, something like that. If he has another year, even if he has another year like he did this year, let's say he gets up to 10 sacks, he's a $12, 13000000 million a year guy a year from now. Yep. And, and, and if you're Preston... You might want to get to free agency because the the money's going to be out there for a pass rusher. And I, I haven't looked at the 2019 free agent list, but uh, I imagine he would be a top 
three guy at a very well paid position, and you know that's a lot of players would be enviable of that situation. Yeah. So it's like I said, I, if I'm the Redskins, I'm pushing a little bit to try to get him, uh, try to get him in the fold because. Like I said, you know, fans say, oh, he's inconsistent, let him go. You know, you look at any good pass rusher, and you see, you look down his game logs, and you see a lot of zeros in that sack column. Yeah, it's hard to do. It's, it, it, is, it is very hard to do. He's, he's on the right side almost exclusively, going up against left tackles week after week after week, and the other team's best pass blocker. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, people, I think fans, I, I'll just say right now, I think the Redskins should go after him. Big fans maybe should appreciate them a little bit more than, than a lot of them do. Swaggy T, putting it out there. All right, through Larry's guidance, I am almost to the airport. Tandler, your rankings are going to be incredibly swayed because of where you live, but give me your D.C. airport rankings. Uh, Dulles, Reagan, and that's it. <laughs> W.I. is Baltimore Airport. All right, well, as usual, you're incorrect. The correct rankings are... DCA, I like Dulles. I, I don't like BWI, man, but I'm actually going to damn BWI. BWI does have really good food options if you're in the Southwest Corridor or, or what, what do they call it? Uh, terminal. Terminal, thank you. Um, so I might try to grab, I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm going to try to eat, but I'm going to try to eat something. Tandler, um, you're going to have to do the heavy lifting this week, man. I don't know what the hell my schedule is going to be like. But as always, check us out on NBCSportsWashington.com. Um, we're going to have all, all Redskins stuff. I am hoping to grab some interviews with maybe some Redskins players that might be at the Super Bowl. Um, and and, t- and there will be plenty of podcasts this week. I can't give you an exact time right now because I, I really don't know what my schedule is going to look like in in Minneapolis. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Tandler, before we go, tell the folks what to do. Uh, While you're listening, subscribe to the podcast and leave some reviews, please. I think we're at 120. 150 gets a party. So, really, guys, it's up to you. It's up to you if you want to party or not. Um, I feel like a school teacher. Do you want to have a party? Do your homework. Um, Tandler is TandlerNBCS on Twitter. I am JP Finley NBCS on Twitter. Uh, also, I'm going to be posting all sorts of videos and pictures on my Instagram, jpfinley3. Uh, RT, good to talk to you, buddy. Okay, have fun. All right. Uh, Redskins Talk, thank you for listening. Hit us on Twitter with questions, anything you want to do. And uh, if you made it this far, I owe you a beer.